0: And the mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, and, and, And the mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, and, and, Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 76. I can say it's for my 76ers, but they lost today. I was watching Uh, that before uh, we got on. They ended up losing to the Raptors. So uh, I will still give it to them, uh, though I'm a little upset. But hey, that's the way uh, things go. Yeah, yeah. Bad uh, recent memories. Maybe (laughs) I I should be like my wife and not have any sort of short-term memory. We went and saw my son play football on Saturday. And as we're going, she's telling a story to me about our oldest son, Alex, and then by about halftime of the football game, she's like, Oh, I gotta tell you the story about Alex. I'm like, oh, yeah, Really? That like, that,
1: I, I think that's that's not just a your wife thing. Yeah. Uh, that happens to me all the time too. So, I was just and like, then really? the excuse is well I never think you're listening anyway, so Yeah,
0: no, her excuse. She actually <laughs> it ends up I being
1: my to- fault. Yeah, to make this, uh, you know, upsetting,
0: she actually started crying <laughs> because she's been doing this. She's worried. Her, her family all has like early uh, uh, onset Alzheimer's, so she's convinced she has it. And I, I still think it's from her uh, accident, from having a concussion. Concussion, hey, yeah, that's that. But That'll hey, isn't do it. that a, isn't that a nice way to start off the podcast? Yes. It's the weekend Very edition upbeat. here. Uh, yeah, upbeat talking about my wife has no memories. Uh, but I do remember one thing I remember that we have a website, and if you go over there to uh check out all the reviews for all the books that we're going to be talking about tonight and many, many, many more, and um, we really are trying to put almost every book up there, which we're, we're close again this week. Yeah, uh, if we could get those, uh you know those review copies that might help out wink yep. wink marvel nudge <laughs> nudge but yeah, yeah go over Tell to weird science Comics.com. Uh, we have an email and I'll repeat that later when we get to the mail since this is the weekend edition that is weird science marvel comics at gmail.com. and also we have a patreon account where you can go and support us for this podcast the DC podcast if you do listen to that as well but also go and get a bunch of other shows one of the big things is our weekly patreon spotlight each week Two books of the Marvel bunch of books will be just on the Patreon only exclusive. There picked by the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew. Beep boop. And uh, last week they ended up picking a really big one, and then one to kind of mess with Brandon. It yes. was the Savage Avengers number one, which we loved, and Star Wars Age of Rebellion on Solo number one, which was to mess with Brandon pre-emptive, and his It was a
1: preemptive goodbye to two. Now, now, I guess. Wh- when is your
0: birthday? Well, May what's 4th. the date? It literally yeah, is yeah. May Fourth, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's the Star Wars day. <laughs> yeah. It's your birthday. I get, me I get and,
1: birthday cucked by Star Wars every yeah, year. Yeah, me and
0: man, uh, <laughs> me and Eric realized that while we were on the DC <laughs> podcast reading your mail on yeah. that, saying really, a guy who hates Star Wars ends up being May the Fourth is yep. his birthday, which it's is irony crazy in its
1: purest form. Yes, right it there.
0: is. Uh, <laughs> and Star Wars: Age of Rebellion, Han Solo number one. I liked. I liked you. You yeah, liked it bad. enough for what it, it was. Wasn't yeah. Bad, yeah. Now the poll for next Those week are, is going strong.
1: Star Wars stories, one and done, because I usually know enough to be at least upbeat with the, you know, on top of the story then. Because why, next week, one looks, yeah,
0: because the poll for next week is already up. And the two books that are pretty much runaway favorites, and you could pretty much pencil them in as the spotlight, would be Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man number six, the Tom Taylor joint that we both have been enjoying, yep. and Star Wars Age of Rebellion, Boba Fett number one. So uh, you you even mentioned Andrew yeah, I think I threw said, shade at
1: Boba Fett last episode, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And uh,
0: that's why Andrew's like, thank God, Boba Fett. You you know, he, he's in. But, yeah, if you want to get those shows, uh, plus a bunch more, me and Brandon have an event podcast that we're going to. Oh, boy, the it Marvel it is events. running
1: away with it. Holy Yeah, it cow. is. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that
0: it's going to, you know, unless some people sign up and do some, you know, groundwork <laughs> there, it, it's going to win. Uh, we also have a Back Issues podcast that we end up talking about, an issue from the past uh, that we make sure is on the Marvel Unlimited app. So it's kind of like a reading group type of thing, but it's us talking about it. Uh, This past month, it was Savage She-Hulk number one that's already up there. And this month for May, we're doing a poll that involves, you know, sort of plant based Villains and heroes uh, because of May bringing uh, flowers is one of Eric's suggestions is what he did. And I believe (laughs) the group issue Groot's first appearance may be winning right now i actually didn't check but uh the last time i saw Groot's first appearance was uh so yeah this will all be in the show notes as well but yeah if you want to go support us you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science and support us for everything we do pick a level there's a bunch of levels see what's right for you you won't be charged until june if you quit before then you will never be charged so you can use it as a free trial now it is the weekend edition so we have some books here. We have three books and a bunch of mail. Uh, I will say we were going to have four books, but we had a lot of mail. And the book that didn't make the cut, we were going to talk about Champions, the tie into War of the Realms. Uh, we are not going to talk about that. But I will tell you, if you are uh, thinking is an essential for the War of the Realms event, I will say no. No, all uh, right. Yeah. What it no, does, uh, if you are a Champions fan who was reading it before this kind of new iteration, wondered how the uh, it would deal with Cyclops, the new you know Cyclops in our universe now, not the young Cyclops. Obviously, the young Cyclops was part of the Champions team, and then he went back in the future. If you wanted to see kind of the ramifications and see what this Cyclops uh, knows and, and thinks of the champions team. It's a decent issue to, to read. I actually didn't hate the issue. I thought it was okay. Uh, it's just not essential for the War of the Realms, really, like a lot of these are. But yeah. it's an okay read. You read it, right? Did you hate yeah, it? I
1: didn't hate it. No, I actually liked the Sky- Cyclops and Kamala moments that they had yeah, in the Yeah, book. it
0: actually had some touching moments in there. So uh, it's another one of those. It's funny because, and we're not, like I said, we kind of had to... Ditch that one. I just want to mention it a little so people will know, you know, if, if they wanted our opinion. The funny thing is that's one of those other books that we mentioned with Mephisto. He's all
1: over the place. I know, and he's he kinda, he, yeah, he's in another he book is. this week too. That yeah, I'm, yeah. So it's, it's crazy, escaping right? my memory right now. Where what book it exactly yeah. was, but I remember him in maybe one yeah, we're not yeah. talking about tonight popping up in maybe. there. And I'm like again, yeah, it's again crazy, with this guy. crazy.
0: Yeah. So, but with that, it is pretty much Scott. And Kamala kind of seeing each other for the first time since the young Cyclops went back to his time. And, you know, she didn't realize and didn't know that old, you know, Scott would uh, recognize her or remember
1: those. Kind of proving her impressions of him wrong. It was was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I liked it. I liked it. But we're going to get to the first book that we're actually going to talk about. And it's a book that – and it's Dead Man Logan, and you'll be doing the blurb. This is your jam. But uh, before that, I was worried and only worried because I didn't understand or think what we were going to do. I thought that all – 12 issues we're going to deal in our universe, uh, not the wasteland. I thought maybe he'd get to the wasteland, like issue yeah, 11 and maybe end. deal with things. Yeah. So when the uh, last issue happened and he ended up going, you know, Forge sent him to, uh, you know, the wasteland. Uh, I didn't understand. I'm like, really? Like I, I was really, very that surprised myself. Me. Yeah, yeah that, that surprised me. Uh, so this is where we're going to kind of get our direction uh, for what the last six issues will be, uh, including this one. But give me the, a blurb and the credits, and then we'll get into it.
1: Yeah, we got written by Ed Brisson, art by Mike Henderson, colors by Nolan Woodard, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. After Oof. an extended stay in the Prime Universe, or Earth-616, as it's sometimes known, Logan has been sent back to his original timeline. So welcome back, Logan. Um and yeah, I don't know. See, I, I think you might have a few more problems with this one because they allude to a lot of things uh, from kind of the original Old Man Logan stories. That if well, you don't here's know, the deal. I, I read think you're going to be a little
0: lost. I read the first six issues, and uh-huh. I actually read the beginning of this run as well. And so the big kind of thing there I was kind of familiar with
1: yeah kind of well because they uh, throw out at one point like he's working his way to to Sacramento and if you don't catch you yeah, know that the importance know. of what that town is and and, and to yeah. him in particular but you know how this old, whole journey started for him out there that's basically where he's working his way back to from being sent yeah. to Florida when where, where this issue starts basically.
0: And that's funny too, because he ends up there. And, and I didn't even think of that with the idea of him getting back to the wasteland. He has no idea where he is, you know, and it's like one of those things It's funny, like usually in time travel stories, which this isn't, this is alternate reality (laughs) type deal. You'll have like somebody go up to somebody and like, what, what time, what, what year is it? And people are like, what are you crazy? It's, you know, (laughs) 1956, you know, stuff (laughs) like that. And this is just, he, he doesn't know where he is. And yeah. it, it does point out the, the idea damn that Ford
1: sent me to Florida. Yeah. Oh, please. And, and then yeah. with out.
0: that, you uh you wouldn't know because everything's a wasteland so he's trying to figure it out and i I love it too because he's coming out of you know out of the desert out of the wasteland into this kind of you know settlement there where he does and and we're in lizard country which is uh, like you said florida but i like when they're like look at you old timer coming out of the desert and he starts talking like man you must be drunk or something i'm like no no (laughs) wouldn't you think that he's just like he's been in the desert he's dying or something Something. Why go drunk? But yeah, he goes to town. He ends up because these guys end up attacking him. Uh, they, it's a weird kind of circumstance. Like I yeah, don't think is. that
1: they were necessarily being that they were mean to him. Caught off guard
0: by his like
1: just immediate yeah. reaction.
0: Yeah, and and so it, both of them kind of if if either or could have just kind of calmed down a second, people wouldn't have lost limbs and end up with lizard <laughs> arms because that's what happens. He ends up cutting off the one guy's arm and the other guy's leg, uh, and stealing their their truck, and that's a big deal because he's got to get things and and it moves quick then because then you you know you go through the lair of yeah, the real
1: gang, just stop through you different hit towns. To Nashville. If, if you ever look yeah. at the um, Old Man Logan map, there he's hit spots on this map so you can even track yeah. where he, he's kind of headed back and what direction he's going which yeah. is pretty cool
0: and and it is cool and and with this whole deal um I, I enjoyed it even though like you said i'm not as hip on the wasteland and the you know the full scope of the old man logan's but I, I liked it enough. I'm telling you, they get to Nashville. I think Slash from Guns N' Roses might have been there. I see a top hat. He's playing the guitar. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's Slash. Uh, I, they're they're going, riding now-
1: around on robotic horses. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and all of this is... No, oh, pretty cool. You have the Creole, you know, Creole gang is, is kind of cool and all that. Now, they do go to Kaiser. Yeah. And is that Kaiser, West Virginia? Is, is that uh, a possibility? I don't know. I didn't because, look
1: up where Kaiser was. And it, it's actually not on the map. I'm looking. Okay. I'm just, I can't find it.
0: Now, he is Nashville. And he's kind of wherever he kind of is going the route. Because I've been in Kaiser, West Virginia. And I could I could believe that these people would be in Kaiser, yeah, West Virginia. A, the, he
1: gets himself kind of caught up in a Hills Have Eyes situation yeah, and the hills I'm
0: and i'm telling you if it's kaiser west virginia it makes me laugh uh but yeah so uh because yeah i I know some people from there but yeah the, he gets involved with some cannibals yeah and uh i
1: like his, the, his it, car it's kind of a like an deal. ied on the road and and they take him he wakes up a week later just being sliced up because they're yeah cutting pieces off of him to eat and they know he's going to heal back up so they can yeah, just they, keep they doing have, this it basically is the,
0: yeah it's basically like look at here we got ourselves the wolverines and and it makes sense they are cannibals they end up kind of saying they don't want to be cannibals yeah. but they are it's cannibals more of a and product this product
1: of circumstance according to yeah, them yeah and
0: and pretty much this is their dream come true now they even say and i i thought it was pretty smart way to do it is the idea of hey uh you know we could turn you in and get a lot of money but why would we do that because money doesn't do anything for yeah, us money doesn't does feed not, our hunger you know yeah. we need fun. you know who else is another guy from kaiser west Virginia i was just trying to think is john crock the baseball <laughs> player so he, he might be there as well so they, they kind of look like john Kruk. some of them do kind of
1: pass um, for john crock that's what yeah, i'm saying what they, what they it say. kind of does look like that uh
0: yeah so they're they're basically just slicing off meat uh from wolverine you know, old man Logan. And it just grows back because of his healing factor. Now he does have a, you know, a, a troublesome healing factor He has some issues going yep. on And he says with this It's working overtime And it has to You know It's going to run out And it's going to be the end of him He has to get out of this He has no idea Now They, they play along the lines of How long is that How long have I been in here Oh you've been here weeks And then he's like I don't know if it's been weeks I'm like really Logan yeah. They just kind of told that you happened, That happens
1: by, a couple times Like it, yeah, he passes out and wakes up It feels yeah. like almost three weeks pass While he's trapped yeah, up and by it, these it's,
0: Seems a little forced for the time, but that's fine. And and he's going. And pretty much these guys, you you have a point where the young kid – comes in and you think that Logan's going to be able to trick him, but he can't. Uh, And then that's when he hears this rumbling going on. He's like, Oh man, their death is coming. We have to see what's going on. And that's the big deal. Uh, Danny Cage shows up uh, with Bruce Jr. Hulk. And uh, it's pretty cool. And (laughs) and and I like the way it goes because you don't know what's going on at first. You just see green arms and you're like, Oh no yeah yeah and uh it ends up being danny and, and bruce jr there uh and i liked it i i thought that was cool and i even know kind of the connection there from from the little i yeah. read before and even yeah, he kind left of, you know um, looking into it. baby
1: well it was a baby at the point he left yeah. it, uh with danny and and you know Didn't anticipate being gone, obviously, for so long, and and now he's back. Doesn't
0: understand why that would be seven years because she's like, "You've been gone seven years." He hasn't been in in his deal. I mean, I don't think that he's been in, you know, in the prime universe seven years. so time, obviously. Definitely one of those
1: timey wimey things. Yeah,
0: yeah, timey wimey things. So he's trying to, you know, explain things, but he's got to kind of figure out stuff, and they got to go from there. But while this is going on, you do have uh, back in the Lizards. Kingdom, a guy shows up and talks to these guys who uh were the first to hit Logan and Logan to you know cut off their arms legs. Yeah. I love the guy with the little lizard
1: hand. Yeah, the, that's the just one guy out that a got a his leg cut off really yeah, got the guy. short end of the stick. Yeah. He didn't get no oh, lizard did. leg. He got the
0: short end of the, <laughs> the leg. He <laughs> don't have no leg. If there's no leg, he's just I'd rather but have a
1: lizard hand than, than no, just a crutch I, going I'm around in the you, waistline.
0: You don't get a really great look. At that, li- look at it when he's sitting down, and it just looks like it's coming out of a sty. I, I don't want a lizard hand. I really, you're going to get an idle yeah. hand situation because you know Connors that lizard hand. him up too, yeah, yeah. That that's pretty guy. That lizard hand is going to choke him out. It, it, that lizard <laughs> hand is not going to be good. It's going to end it. You know that it's the lizard yes. hand of idle a hands. lizard serial yep. killer. That's yep. what
1: always happens.
0: She's not hanging week. around in here, is she? I know. Yeah, no, I wish. And then it's not the <laughs> wastelands anymore to me. Me and Eric were talking about idle hands this week because I never saw it. And I actually thought it was only that the hand uh was only into doing masturbation things. And yeah. it threw me off. Uh, I never saw, I saw the it,
1: movies. So. I saw it a lot later than when it originally. I remember being a kid when it came out, and it was a little, you know, too old yeah. for me at that point. Yeah, it in was time. a little, a little so spicy for I you. I saw it uh, oh. probably in high, late high school is when yeah. I finally saw it. And I, I like, enjoyed what, it enough from what I remember.
0: It was a little spicy
1: for the pepper. I, that's and when, I mean, Jessica Alba caught my attention, certainly. Yeah, really. Really, <laughs> yes. Uh, and so you,
0: you do have this guy talking to these guys and basically says, listen, you're going to tell me where this, you know, Wolverine went, and you're lucky you're not all dead, you know. Yeah. But what's going to happen is either way, I'm killing this, you know, monstrosity now <laughs> with, with this lizard, lizard hand. With yeah. the rest of the old bill, and who was he that at the end? Uh, yeah, Slizzard <laughs> Boy. Yeah, it's Saber Yeah, Saber Tooth. To too. me. I yeah, mean, it's, he's, he's, he's got a robot hand. He looks like
1: kind of zombie. He's up Frankenstein. Up a bit. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's Frankenstein Saber Tooth with a metal hand. It yeah. is what it is. I mean, really. The wasteland has not been good for for Sabretooth. He is really wrecked. And again, is this, you don't know why or how, or, you know, he's going after Wolverine. I think that he might not be exactly going after him for just pure, I'm going to kill you or whatever. I think that he has some other ideas or or whatnot. Yeah, we'll see. Everything
1: uh, you kind of expect to happen in this series gets turned on its head a little bit. Um, So I'm interested to see what happens when they finally cross paths.
0: Yeah, yeah, I am too. And and I like this. It it is a little Here's the thing. It's it's number 7 of 12. It's the restart, you know, yeah. you're you're starting over with this new story. So, if you look at it as a number 1, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It, it does kind of, you know, y- you were it does take a step back a little yeah. or at least it just stays Right where it is. It, it, this is not my favorite issue of the series, but like I said at the beginning, I was worried about where we were going to go and maybe it would leave me behind. And even with the things that are thrown out here that, yeah, I I probably have missed a couple of things from not being, you know, uh, as learned in the whole old man, Logan stuff, but I still liked it. I Mm -hmm. still liked it. I thought the art was really good. I thought that it was clever that those hillbillies were just slicing off Wolverine because he grows back. (laughs) I I thought that was a really neat thing to kind of not neat. It's gross, but a a kind of a clever thing to throw in there where you do have, like you said, the Hills have eyes type of situation, even like a, cannibal uh deliverance going on which you know you never want to have any sort of deliverance going on but a cannibal one's a little better than what you know the, the pig stuff in the actual movie but uh what would you give it
1: i uh gave it a 7.8 on the site i think it is just a little tick below the the previous issues yeah. of the series and how much i enjoyed them i think you know the hills have eye section lingered just maybe a couple pages it too did long. go a little too and much was and it went a little
0: why, like, when you think about it, why did it linger that much? Yeah. I mean, the whole idea is... It was just
1: that they knew pushed aside immediately. And, yeah, and, and it's they, weird it because and we, know, we
0: know that he has a healing factor that's kind of wonky and, and having some troubles, and then you deal with that, which basically deals with the healing factor. Is it that they're showing us that when he's back in the wasteland, he's, he's not in as my, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because it really a, lingered good, um, on on.
1: you know, it's it necessarily on it, something though. you're putting together there. That'd be interesting. If maybe yeah, his you, factor you know what I mean? is coming back a little bit now that maybe he's it's coming back and that's what yeah. they want to, yeah. What
0: they want to, you know, go with that. It's, it's working out for him now. Uh, I actually think that for some reason, Sabretooth has, you know, something involved where he wants a bit of that healing factor, or at least maybe something along those lines, but I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, saber to steal, yeah, but it's, it's going to be a cool. little deeper
1: than just those two meeting up to fight real. Yeah. Quick. That's you know what, what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. I,
0: I I'm with you. I'm actually going to go eight. And, uh, just because i know what you're saying like you don't want to go full out eight because it, it is a step back but yeah. it did get me uh, it is one of those things that when it popped up i read this and i read it right before we did we did this and at least when i got done i'm like all right i'm 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 in for the next you know yeah. six issues oh, yeah, i, definitely. I'm still I, I like
1: the the baby hulk coming back up a little yeah. aged up and danny cage yeah back yeah in the story well so. and
0: again that shows you the seven years and and that right there should have been like logan should, what the heck happened to him i mean he really <laughs> Grow <laughs> grew up big uh but yeah that that shows the whole thing that you know danny isn't lying you know that it has been seven years and that's something that he's gonna have to deal with now and i like that kind of setup there yeah, and as too. they go off to you know do their deal uh but yeah i'll go eight um and we're gonna go now off to the mail Yo, it's mail call. Yes, it is wrong turn. <laughs> it is a mail call. And if you want to be part of the podcast on the weekend edition, you can mail us in at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail dot com. Just like. Johnny Fresno. And Johnny Fresno nice. just became a member of the Patreon as well. So thank you, Johnny. A reoccurring uh, email guest here. Yeah, and we're going to hear uh, something else. He became, a, two things happened this week. He became a Patreon, and then he had something else not as important. But it's, he, he says, <laughs> Weird Sciencers, I enjoyed episode 75 with reviews of War of the Realms mags. You confirm my suspicion that the main War of the Realms title is a good read. But all the tie-ins are not essential. My big news is that Mrs. Fresno and I had a baby on Sunday night. See, there there is the second most important baby Fresno. Baby Fresno (laughs) is happy and healthy. I read her Ironheart number five and champions number five already. She didn't cry or vomit during either one. So I guess she liked them. I love War of the Realms, but I think it may be too violent for a newborn. <laughs> I'm telling you. you, you can read some of these Skip books. that last and, and page for B- Baby Fresno will understand some of it as much as me. What yeah. Marvel Megs do you re- recommend for a, a baby girl? I would say that you would have to go Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, X-23. Then yeah. That would be they, the best. They have right? some of it's, those
1: younger aged uh, Marvel yeah, books they too.
0: Um, I, I yeah, like that Marvel called. Rising is yes. one of them yeah, that yeah. I think. And actually, that's that's not bad. It's is not it? a bad You've book. I actually yeah. read. Yeah, I actually read the first uh, issue. I was going to review it on the site, and I didn't get to do it. But yeah, you know, I like those sort yeah. of things. I, I so, know it's but, not
1: Marvel wise, but DC. My daughter loves Teen Titans Go, the, the yeah. comic book when that comes out. Really, every month, it, yeah. Teen
0: Titans Go. Yeah. The Did, go she like the uh Super Girls one the uh superhero she, girls see, She, she comic. doesn't
1: like that book as much as she likes the little YouTube videos they oh, do yeah, with those. Yeah yeah yeah. She's big yeah. on
0: those. Teen Titans Go is pretty good, actually. Yeah. I, I get I get some laughs out of yeah. that as At well. At yeah, one I, of the
1: two stories in that book every month is pretty I would pretty go solid. Marvel
0: Rising and uh, Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur. I love Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur, but I know it's a book that you will never read. And that's yeah. and so many issues. <laughs> in. And also, I mean, really, go Unbeatable Squirrel Girl as well. And uh, Wasp as well. The Unstoppable Wasp would, wouldn't be bad, too, with Agents of Girl. And, and I know that any book. <laughs> That has a team called Agents of Girl. That is not one for Brandon, but I like that. So there's a a bunch. There's actually – Johnny Fresno brings up kind of a, a, a thing where you just said the one book that your daughter likes over at D.C., uh, but yet at Marvel, there are a bunch. There's a bunch of books to pick from uh, for for a baby girl. Yeah. I I don't know if she's going to be able to read those by herself though. Not not quite yet. I, I remember there was somebody when I grew up, and this guy. Claimed to me that he was able to read at like three months old. Oh,
1: really? Really? Before he like, really? could speak. You're,
0: you're, you're, yeah one of, one of those guys. I'm read. like, really, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, I could. I'm like, well, I, I don't know what happened since you, dummy. Yeah, right? Th- This guy also. This guy, since this guy. That point. That r- right away, point. I said, well. How can this be? You you claim you're so smart, but yet you've told me that you're more a Star Trek fan than a Star Wars. So right now you're also telling me you're a big dummy. And and with this guy, this guy's name was David. Uh, David Kearney, if he happens to be listening. Uh, He ended up having these blueprints of the Starship Enterprise. And they were pretty cool. And this is way back. But, I mean, he had them in a case and he'd pull them out and stuff. And I swear to God, I I looked – through these blueprints and I'm telling you that we're six six or seven years old and I'm looking to find where the bathrooms were and I couldn't find <laughs> them and I said this is all nonsense I said nonsense yeah. and uh, they evolved so, uh,
1: past bathrooms and in, in that's Star what Trek. they must
0: have done uh yes and they were going where no man has gone before the urinal Yes. Uh, but <laughs> while we were we were out and this is when I lived in this apartment building and it, it, i'm it was bad it, it was really bad this is before we moved to Quakertown which i make fun of Quakertown such an upgrade from where I live uh, and uh we had what we thought was a kind of a lake type deal, and then realized that we'd been playing in pretty much a sewage dump, uh but also we were skipping rocks one day and i I skipped the rock this idiot ran out and i I ended up hitting him in the face with the rock, and it uh, embedded near his eye, uh oh so Jesus. he might still have issues with that so <laughs> yeah. i I don't need him listening to this I felt bad too though uh, I ended fan. up no no he would not <laughs> uh, he says keep uh, making great podcasts I'm looking forward to the weekend edition best regards Johnny Fresno and the next mail is from DC uh, dispatch DCU still DCU not MCU yet yeah uh, and and with that he is doing reviews on both the DC and the Marvel side of things for us he's going to do the Wonder Twins for me on DC uh, he likes Hope it you're thank goodness somebody there. does yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't need that book. Uh, me and Mark Russell have a ongoing feud that he is not aware of yes yeah. Yeah, yeah. it may be someday but dispatch dcu says attention marvel comics i repeat attention anyone working for marvel comics if you're listening we at weird science marvel comics would love the opportunity to help you usher in this amazing era of comics this fresh start if you will it's time to get marvel mad <laughs> yeah you yes. guys over at marvel have some of the most talented and creative storytellers and art teams in the industry right now and it'd be an honor to help promote your books your stories and your vision that even includes cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel Universe, which I read this week. And I, oh, that you, was you can a tough tell. One. Whew, did you read it? <laughs> yes, did you, I tried. did. You read it? Oh, it was tough, wasn't <laughs> it? It was. That yes. said, we're not supposed to, we're ruining the whole deal here. by saying <laughs> it was neat. Uh, that said, our day jobs do oftentimes get in the way. Golly gee, if only we had those advanced copies to write out amazing reviews over the weekend when we aren't working our day jobs. Wouldn't that be
1: sweet? Yes, that would be And let's something. be real.
0: Wednesday morning is when people really jump in to see that they should, what they should be reading for the week. Once Friday and Saturday come, people have moved on or are looking ahead to next week. This business is filled with heroes of habit. The advanced copies of the review issues sure would help us promote your work timely, help us better prepare for this amazing pod and contribute to helping marvel comics become the very best company in the multiverse if you need proof of what we do look no further than weird science comics in general the award-winning dc website filled with thousands of dc reviews as well as over 270 podcasts dedicated to all things dc as well as special extra episodes focused on back issues and so much more That is true. too many. On top of that, the Marvel website has over 75 podcasts, extra special episodes, and hundreds of reviews in the works with so much more to come. No one is more dedicated to comics than Jim Werner, (laughs) who puts his heart and soul into both sites, reviews, and podcast. So, Mr. Marvel, I, I actually passed. I had a milestone. I passed. I have my uh, um over 2,500 reviews total oh, on boy. the uh, combo roundup. So yeah, I gotta stop line. changing
1: my name. I review under, I like, three different
0: names. So yeah, you I, I can't figure yeah. out how to
1: change it back to all yeah, one. Yeah, I saw so. that.
0: That y- <laughs> You're all over the place. I saw I'm like, oh, he reset again. <laughs> so, Mr. Marvel, for the sake of argument's sake, let's call you Stanley. Stanley Marvel, if you're listening, uh, or anyone who knows mr stanley marvel well how about hugging weird science marvel up with some advanced copies we'd greatly appreciate and be so thankful keep up the good work mr stanley marvel you guys are killing it sincerely dispatch DCU and he says P.S. we are working with Brandon on how to pronounce Malachi. <laughs> we, we know it's Malakith and not Michaela we yeah. think he may have ben. a mild case of lixtexia <laughs> we apologize for this and hope this will not ruin our chances at review copies and yeah that that is the deal and yes uh, you, you just need me to coach you
1: it goes up and, and then they're going to supply those we need you
0: to I need to coach you before you go out and and take your at-bats. Right? Okay, <laughs> let's go. Now I almost said Michaela. See, you're screwing me I up. I know. But yeah, it, thanks.
1: to Get you there.
0: And yeah, if, if anybody from Marvel is uh, listening, uh, yeah, that, that would be awesome. If we get those uh, advanced copies, we could really pump out all of the week's reviews and actually end up doing more on the regular podcast as well, especially the uh, Thursday uh, edition, the week Day edition would really uh, be Helped out by that and all that and we could Remain positive but that is it For the first section of mail and I'll tell you we have Two sections of mail uh, This week because we had a bunch of mail But we're going to go off now to the next book Alright and what book
1: is that Brandon? We got Amazing Spider-Man Number 20.hu I always forget what number yeah, one in the yeah. series Written by Nick Spencer uh, Pencils by Corey Smith, inks by Mark Morales And colors by Eric Archinaga. Witness Sergi Kravenov, Craven the Hunter, reclaim his lost glory as he and his one true heir lead the grandest hunt the modern world will ever see. In Manhattan, the apotheosis of civilization, millionaires and billionaires who once settled for guided sorties of the savannah will at sorties I do too. <laughs> at last unshackle their predatory mastery, pursuing the deadliest game. Criminals who dare claim the affinity with the beasts of the wild. Together with the prey that has always eluded Craven himself, the amazing Spider-Man. These men and women will know what it means to be hunted. So, yeah, kind of the same blurb we've been getting before yeah, all is. these different issues.
0: And, yeah, um, and th- this yeah, is and a Vulture Yeah, it starts with issue. the
1: spotlight on Vulture, yep.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, the one thing that got me by the end, y- you end up having, uh, you know, Arcade pretty much, you know, lay out the deal to Vulture, gives him this little... You know, way that they, it is a trick, but it makes it seem like he's kind of on his side sincere, and rooting for him. Yeah. The, the one thing, and now I think I've read every issue of this whole
1: hunted story yeah. and things. we only I'm one actually, we haven't talked about on the podcast is the uh, lizard one.
0: Yeah, the lizard one. The the one thing that uh, really bothers me after this is because they're they're talking and they do mention it. But why haven't we seen somebody trying to get out of this bubble. Why haven't yeah. we seen somebody run into it and get fried or yeah. run into it and get knocked out or, or dead or whatever. nobody's looking
1: for the location where, cause there's gotta be a central location within this bubble. Everything's being controlled. Yeah. And, you and know? I, I need, I
0: by now I need something where, Uh, somebody is trying to get out even if it would be one of these hunters once they now realize oh my you know we can die and i'm getting out of here and, and run into the you know the edge of the force field bubble and have something happen so that i know i can put that out of my mind i mean you even have some of these you know villains who you know they are based on some you know uh, animals and things like that. What can they burrow under it? Can you yeah. you know what's going on? And, and we haven't had that. And I think that that's something that's really unless, like I said, unless I'm missing something and I didn't read it. I think I that it that's have a big happened faux pas. Maybe pa. in the
1: first issue. That's I don't what I'm saying. I don't all remember that well. somebody running
0: into and trying to get out of the bubble. They didn't have that
1: Simpsons movie moment where, you know, what what was it, Maggie was outside the dome? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, keep popping in and out. (laughs) I I need
0: something where I know why they're not all just trying to gather at the wall and get the heck out, and so we'll see. Uh, With this, though... Uh, you do have vulture and, and big the biggest thing that vulture did it does get pointed out here is pretty much screw gibbon who we love yeah. that gibbon deal so you know you're
1: supposed to and his the way vulture. to eventually uniting these villains yeah. to fight and, back. and
0: the, they have united and that's basically what this is all about this is all about how and why he united them uh because while this is going on and everybody's freaking out and running around you had arcade kind of call out to vulture hey join me or we'll have some uh you know drinks and, and talk about about things and he ends up giving them this disc that it, it, it's like it's a very arcadey thing now i'm saying it not in quotes like yeah. arcade arcadey i'm saying it's a very video game yeah, type I, of thing i had where- an
1: issue with this disc though do you think they're saying that because they sell spelled out last issue they can finally now hurt these bad yeah. guys or not the bad guys but the craven robots Is this disc the sole reason they can, or is that something separate altogether?
0: I think they they could before this makes it just easier, but it also then in a video game type of deal, which even says kind of like a Mario type deal, uh, that's kind of like a wink wink in here is as you're going, the more, you know, at this The scope of this disc gets bigger as you start Take taking down more, more and more, yeah. so it kind of spreads. It's almost like a, at one point, you're NBA jamming it, and you're on fire, yeah, and exactly. now you can just yeah. go to town. But really, that's pretty much what it's about, right? Yeah, it, it's, it, it,
1: it confuses me a little bit here. It almost feels like Nick Spencer changed his mind at some point where he he had this set in stone. And then all of a sudden he was like, yeah, hey, never mind. We'll just make it. So these, these guys can get killed and it'll well, put more stakes I, I to the story. I think that what he's doing
0: is, I, I think that what he's doing is not, I, I think that my, that might've been his plan. The, the problem is, is that, the overall, like I said, even not even knowing what this bubble really is throws me off. I think that what we're getting here is, as you see Arcade give this to him, I don't think it's a way that he's changing. It. I think that we're seeing that, uh, you know, uh, Craven has more of a plan. This is more of yeah. his grand scheme plan, and we're going to go from there to see exactly what's going on. But by the end of this, the only thing I can think of is that the plan really is not to because it's really spelled out by Vulture where he shows up and you you have our kid because Vulture has no idea why they're there at this point. Yeah, and he's no. like, Well, what do you mean? It's Craven, you know, Craven's here do it. Craven? We were on a team together. And I think that's kind of one of the winks before this happens is he craven wants everybody to die. He yeah. doesn't want these hunters to just kill the, the bad guy villains either, but I don't think he cares if anybody dies or lives or whatever. I think he wants them all to die. And this is just where he goes to these hunters that, you know, they're used to their sorties. I was told <laughs> uh, he goes to them and says, listen, we're, we're going to put all these bad guys in, you know, in central park, you can just go. It's it's going to be like shooting fish in a barrel. It's going to be great. He doesn't really want that fully, so he's going to give the villains through Vulture here a little bit of a help as well, I think, so that they all just kill each other off, and at the end, he's just left standing, and pretty much I think that his whole concept with his son by the end would be, listen – Uh, You know, the the greatest hunt is the hunt you don't even have to be involved with. We're just going to watch them kill each other up. These are all, I I hate that they, these villains use these totems uh, of the animals and it's corrupting that. I don't like them. But I hate these you know, pieces of crap that go and hunt people on our thing. We're going to collect all their money. Everybody dies. We don't even have to get our hands dirty. We leave. And I do think by the end where you have Kravenoff Jr. deal, clone Kravenoff Jr., I think he's going to mess it up because of what he thinks he needs to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, with this, like you said, I love the art. I, I think the art's really, really good. But really, well, it is story, basically just Vulture going to Arcade. Getting yeah, kind of if you want to go again, since it is arcade, you want to go with uh, the whole video game uh, motif. He's getting the cheat code or the upgrade for uh, going forward, and ends up being able to gather the villains and say, "Listen, you know, come with me. We'll do this." And and you do see him taking out some villains and how are these you know the uh, the hunters and kind of gets the you know the snake guys on his team and things like that. And Now he has a big army. And I do think it's just going to be, you know, let's go and slaughter each other while Craven just watches and laughs. Because it yeah. all is set up from Craven. You think that Arcade's kind of like
1: sneaking around and doing this. Yeah, no, no, it, no, It was part of definitely, the plan. Yeah, it's all part of Craven's plan. It still yeah. seems like he's hinting at even something bigger going on here than he's letting, you know, nobody still know about yet yeah. or this many yeah. issues into what's I'm going on. I'm telling you, you know and what and this reminds sure. me
0: of? It. If you're reading DC stuff, this is starting to remind me very much like a Deathstroke book. Craven is coming off to me like a death stroke in the in, over at DC, where Christopher Priest is writing that, and everything is a plan within a plan within a secret. And it's okay. Yeah. I mean, this issue, it, I'm not going to say that I went gaga for it. I actually didn't come out of it knowing anything more about Vulture, which I actually was hoping I would, like some of the others, because I'm not as familiar with Vulture as some. So I think that some people may actually like this more. Because it wasn't just, hey, here's the here's Vulture. I'm going to we're going to go and story recap to get this you deal. To like them, yeah. uh, I did like the idea though that when Craven does talk to our kids, "Our kid's like, hey." It did work. You were right. He, he, he went for this. He, he got duped and you do have Craven like, well, of course he did. All he is, is obsessed with death. That's all he cares about. You're giving him that more opportunity. And that's when our kids like, if death is what he wants, he'll have plenty. And then you see them going off. It threw me off then because we have another uh, story. Story. Uh, yeah, we have a backup. The Vermin uh, Story. The Vermin Story. And it's Nick Spencer and Tyler Crook, Jim Campbell and Joe Caramanga on art. And uh, yeah, again, I don't know tons about Vermin. This is very quick. I thought the
1: art wasn't the greatest. Yeah, I don't like it's, the art at yeah, all. In and, this story. and it
0: really threw me off just that
1: switch of art yeah it uh, but it's too. vermin especially because arcade looks almost like a yeah. child here yeah like, he, looks, I, like yeah. 12-year-old he looks like a 12 year old boy running he looks like a
0: 12 year old jimmy olson he, he's there <laughs> yeah, but he, he does he's, look like you know, jimmy Olsen. And, and and until vermin bites him and vermin looks like he takes off half his finger it's disgusting yeah, but, but yeah vermin there in a cage and vermin's like oh well, you know vermin needs friends vermin has nobody vermin wants mother and you know, our kid's like, Oh, you, you want friends? Okay, well, I'm gonna hook you up and ends up giving him a shot, which makes him just multiply oh, yeah. and it's, in a it's horrendous the one panel way. I
1: like it when it yeah. gets gruesome towards the end, it's actually not bad art. I like it, yeah, it better than any other point in the story. Yeah, but, uh,
0: it's it's a horrific way. It's not like all of a sudden they just do it, they just come out of him. Yeah. It's like I mean, all of a sudden, he's
1: like a mogwai getting wet here, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, and now there's multiple of them and it kind of is funny because then it, it goes to the next Amazing Spider-Man number 21 and you see a bunch of vermin attacking Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, well, okay, at the so end we of see issue what's 20 going he was surrounded yeah. by those so ones. So now we um, know what's going on.
1: Yeah, and we know how that ver- vermin was now cloned and I don't know. Th- I mean, this issue I I have some bigger problems with it than I did the other HU issues. I felt like the eight, the HU issues previous to this did a good job of establishing the characters we're dealing with and, yeah. and kind of filling in the holes of the story. Well, That's this what one, I said.
0: I thought maybe some people would like this more because if you know Vulture, you don't want to have a yeah. recap of who See, he I, is. I
1: just found this one to be almost contradictory to some of the story beats we've gotten before. Like they don't no. make a big deal of when, when he beheads this uh, robot that anybody died as a result of it, which, which kind of makes me think like that this disc Vulture had, that gave me the idea that it, it was something previously in yeah, the unless, story that I mean that we don't so, go
0: back you might have a guy
1: dead yeah. over
0: in that compound we just stay with vulture yeah, they, they uh, just
1: didn't make a big enough deal about it to no. me for highlighting it so heavily in issue 20 um other than that i don't know i had the art i didn't like in the second story i found the second story to be kind of pointless i assumed vermin just yeah. got cloned you didn't need to give me a, a eight page story regarding yeah. it um, so yeah, I'm going to uh, give it overall a 5.8. I'm what, just what yeah, kind of sick crazy. of the hunted here. <laughs> oh, my. I, I think <laughs> that really one of the problems
0: of is, is you've set up these hunted issues, these HU issues, at least I mean, uh, to be like, you know, oh, you know, you, you may have somebody out there like, oh, a vulture one. Well, I know about vulture. I'm going to save the money on that and just go. This actually – is more important to the story than a couple of those other HU you, know, have been. Uh, and you also, the other thing that you get in this as well is, you know, the confirmation too of a taskmaster going off with lizard and stuff like that. There, there's some other things thrown in there. Um, but, but even without that, I, I think that it is kind of a weird deal that you do have this disc that we didn't know before. So that's a big story point. And a lot of these H.U. haven't seemed to be that sort of deal. You know, you have, oh, I want to see Gibbon. Let me find out about Gibbon's past and, and now show me why I should care about him before he dies. Yeah. This is more it seems important. But, you know, so I, I'm actually going to go seven. I actually liked it a little more than you. I, I actually am an interested to see. What you know? You have before up until now. Craven has just been standing there looking out a window, and you have his son come up and like, it's "Come on, Dad, let's go, let's go." You know, let's go and beat somebody up. At least now I see that there is a grand scheme plan of why he isn't out attacking or why he isn't doing things Craven esque. Now I see that he's just. He's got some sort of behind-the-scenes plan I want to see, and it kind of intrigues me. So I'm going to go seven on a positive note, but we're going to go off now to the second bit of mail. All right, mail section number two. No wrong turn to ring us in this time. Uh, <laughs> we need to get some male songs. I'm going to work on that. I got to get a hold of Dancing Mike. Tell him that we demand songs for the Marvel side of things. I don't think he listens to this podcast. Yeah, so. I
1: don't. I've never seen him buy a Marvel book, No, in all honesty. No, I don't <laughs> think
0: he's down with them, but here's the mail section. Number two, start with a Dispatch DCU. Again, he says, hey guys, Dispatch check-in again. Hope your week was well. Just trying my best to dodge endgame spoilers, living the dream, and keeping busy with the fam. And yeah, it's tough. It's tough to stay away from those spoilers. i got got it spoiled for me and still haven't watched it uh because of the fact and once i hear spoilers i'm not that fired up to go watch it right away so yeah. i've been waiting all my kids have i seen saw, it. I they saw it love pretty it. quick so yeah 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 some guy and then speaking of dancing mike he ended up spoiling it on dancing mike's Uh, tweet that he was going to see the movie i was gonna kill somebody i signed up guys it's been a while since using wordpress but i think i should be able to learn just about as fast as wally west learning kryptonian technology and piecing together billions of files of alien tech then staging his puddlers of murder to fool the world's greatest detective and his best friend and mentor while managing to move two people so fast they don't even realize they've been moved I hope to learn WordPress that fast. And he is. He's signed <laughs> up. He's doing the reviews uh, for us. He's uh, He did a bunch this week. So it's awesome. Uh, now on to asking a friend. Uh, for Brandon, I put clues in for you to guess who I'm talking about this time. Let's see if Brandon can figure it out. Jim, I'm sure you know them anyway. I'm asking for a friend who genuinely wants to know your thoughts on these Marvel comic questions. Are you ready, gents? My friend Charles Richard Mole, who works nights and is sometimes full of bull, is out uh, on X-Men until Hickman enters the fold. Do you know who Charles Richard Mole, who works nights, would be? Oh, boy. That would be from uh, Night Court. I, I'm not even... <laughs> I, uh, now, listen. I'm I've telling seen Night Court. TCO, I know that show, you, you, He's never going to know me. I'm these. not
1: going to remember any of those names. And his I'm name not, was, I was full so on the thing. However, Richard... <laughs> I, asked, he was and- the bald guy, right?
0: <laughs> yes, he was. Any okay. thoughts to, yeah. as to what Charles Xavier's master plan from Mutant Kind will be moving forward as according to future solicits? Have you? Uh, do you know from any of the solicits what Charles Xavier's master plan would be?
1: Well, sing as, as how, spoiler alert, I'm doing the Solicit show tomorrow. Uh, oh. And I do have the two Hickman X Men issues. Yeah, in there. so that
0: will be there. So, yeah, if but, but what you're doing now. Are-
1: are so but broad in general. There's no actual characters listed, and it. it's just like celebrating Jonathan Hickman as a person. That so solicits.
0: what you're telling me is they're going to have to join the Patreon to end up finding out yes. about that. There you go. Or they could just yep. look up the solicits themselves. <laughs> yeah, but so we, we, could, yes, but not that though. They don't my want to hear from, my
1: docile tones.
0: My friend from out of town, Gordon Sh- uh, Shumway, who loves cats, wants to know if you think Loki will wield the, wield the power of a hammer if not recreate it, Molnir in the future say next 12 months do you know what that is a reference to i'm not even gonna i'm oh, not gonna tell you he, from now on he's,
1: he's like he's like the riddler and he's just twisting my brain yes, in and I'm, here. I'm telling uh, you you're
0: gonna have to figure these out later you're you're never gonna get <laughs> any of them oh, oh, uh, do, no, do you no, think that loki will uh wield a a hammer do you think that he'll get a hammer possibly be worthy by the end I of th- all this stuff
1: i think Maybe a a hammer is in his future. I don't think Milnor is in his future. You don't think
0: that is? Okay, here we go. My friend Howard Hessman who has his own radio show in ohio has heard rumors that punisher is getting an army you will never know wkrp in cincinnati i I was Uh, yeah there's no way you're gonna know that that show show. i've watched it
1: but no i'll never get any reference to it no
0: if you boys had any guesses to an army punisher is going to wield in the future who do you think it is so punishers getting an army do you know what army that would be do you have any guesses
1: I would say probably something Freya gives him, some Asgardians he's going to need. That's lead what I would, I would think,
0: something like that. Maybe the uh, dead Valkyries. Could that yeah. be an oh, army? Oh, that would maybe be cool. that'd be cool, yeah. right? My friend Billy Connolly, who actually knows Howard Hassman and surprisingly enough was head of his class, heard that Big Al Ewing and Jason Aaron are teaming up to do Valkyrie. Seems like Jane is back. And my friend Billy loved Thor as Jane Foster. You ever see head of the class, the show? No. It's no. not bad. Not Half for, of the guys went one. on to pretty much run Nickelodeon afterwards. Do you <laughs> gents think this could be a way to have our cake and eat it too? Will this make Jane Foster and Thor fans both happy? I say yes. I, I actually do. I, I'm very excited for that Valkyrie book. Uh, I think that'll be one that we would have. It It, it actually seems like a weekend edition book, right? And, and I'm excited for it. Uh, how about you? Do you want that Valkyrie Yeah, I, Jane?
1: I, I am excited for Jane Foster's number one. And I, I'm pumped to see what that's... Like. I got my daughter throwing a fit because yeah, I told her no to Fruit yeah. Loops at 8.30 Oh, really? Um, yeah, no Fruit Loops but, at 8.30. Uh, yeah, at I, I look forward to actually also seeing how Thor's going to pick up after Jason Aaron leaves it, and kind of get... Is it
0: Fruit Loops with uh, marshmallows?
1: Yes, it absolutely uh, then, is.
0: then tell her I said she could have them. You, you tell her right now. <laughs> I better hear she's that. She's
1: already... That was already her dinner t- today she's not having it as a snack Uh, you you know know.
0: a snack well what could she have as a snack then if you're gonna if you're gonna pish posh fruit loops with uh marshmallows what would you give her as a snack maybe some pretzels
1: uh Muted, muted my mic real quick to pour some cheddar goldfish into a cup. Okay, there you go.
0: I ended up, I ended up uh, food shopping today, which was uh, not going to happen because my kids and wife told me that my Throw food shopping food was bull oh, crap. <laughs> is what they said, and I was angry, and I was yeah. very angry. Also, my family has now made uh, pretty much a stance that they will not eat anything from Aldi. Even if they like it, they just don't like Aldi, just because they think that it's you, because you got to make a to deal save with.
1: Uh, well, what's the grocery store down by you? I don't know what do you got. We have save Giant. We have we have a, we have Giant. We actually have a. Bunch I would just make ners. a deal with the guy at Giant to get you the stickers, and just throw Giant yeah, stickers on really. like whatever you, you buy at Aldi. I'll sh- kill <laughs> them, fool! I
0: said to them, like, we have five kids here. You know, sometimes you got to cut a little corners. And then I have Logan, who everything I asked him, you want this. You want this? And the kid asked me, he's like, oh, I want uh, Hot Pockets. And I get him Hot Pockets because for lunches and stuff, hey, he don't want no Hot Pockets. He won't eat them, though. He's like, oh, I guess I don't like Hot Pockets. I said, I guess you're going to eat Hot Pockets That's oh, what oh, you're going to yeah. do. And yeah, I'm telling no, you, Hot far Pockets far aren't the it. greatest. They, they're not exactly, you know, a culinary, you know, extravaganza there. I kind of
1: like them. They, they stick. I, can, with you I can do the steak and cheese ones any day of the yeah, week. Yeah, these those are just. Are my I, money.
0: I ended up uh, getting them at BJ's, and the only ones they have, they have a you know a choice of either the ham and cheese or the pepperoni yeah. pizza one. The pizza one sticks with me for like two days. I can't take yeah. it. I oh kept, yeah. You're burp, I you burp, burp
1: up. up a, uh, <laughs> I belch up oregano you know?
0: constantly, and I can't take it. I, I can't. Know. Any type, the type of cheap. Yeah. Any just, type uh... of cheap thing that ends up trying to be pizza based will always go heavy on the oregano i don't need that I, I can't stand oregano my friend tracy gold who can be a real pain but tends to grow on you was wondering if you'd Growing have an interest in, there you go wait where that <laughs> Oh my <laughs> goodness <laughs> have interest in the venom book with no symbiote And if so, do you think Donnie Cates or Cullen Bunn can continue to make it interesting without a symbiote? In addition, Tracy loves Jim's idea of someone else being in the symbiote. Any guess who? I actually was hoping, and and I know it doesn't make any sense, but because we ended up seeing that weird Flash Thompson remembering memory, I really was hoping that there was some weird way, some weird way that he could come back from the dead or just his consciousness where it was before because I really wanted that to continue. Um, other than that, if you ended up not having the Punisher around, but he already is, I think that would be cool. A a Frank Castle symbiote would be cool. Um, but yeah, I don't have any guess who, um, but would you read a Venom book without the symbiote? I, I know and we have it kind the, of now, but Just Eddie Brock rolling around. An Eddie Brock yeah. book. Yeah, you can't have that, right? Ugh. I, I no, like he, Eddie. He doesn't
1: have like a job or much of a life. What What would that book be about? It, it's just it very sounds interesting. Like it. If anybody book about could me. pull it off, maybe Donnie Cates could. Maybe. But uh, yeah. geesh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't did. know like either. Eddie raising his son Dylan now. Now, is that, is that you the story? say that,
0: would you mind a book on the symbiote by itself? A symbiote no, without think, a host. Would you wouldn't want that either. The symbiote,
1: but the symbiote maybe, trying to uh, figure itself out. Well, you how know, about just the symbiote trying to, to, to figure itself out and going
0: uh, very schizophrenic where it keeps remembering all these other hosts Past and things lives. like that? Maybe yeah, that'd be trying cool. Trying to make right? sense
1: of its own continuity. Yes. My friend Dirk um, Benedict. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Okay, why do I don't, keep I don't going? Know if I'm gonna get this one. No, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Now, my friend Dirk Benedict, who really had a face for TV and is always an A Team player. <laughs> it's oh, it's A Team. It's A Team. Uh,
1: yeah. He's face. He, he was also on Battlestar Galactica. I lost a
0: lot of A Team. Did you? Wants to know if you could see Agent oh, yeah. Coulson as a villain moving forward, meaning Mephisto is involved, but Coulson actually instigated this entire thing after the fallout of Hydra Cap. That, and that was that the, the one.
1: That was yeah, the book I was thinking was. of. He just and mentioned. And notice <laughs> that the
0: Squadron Supreme, DC's finest mind, you only is helping in America. If the other teams are going all over the world, Dirk smells a battle brewing after War of the Realms, and so do I. And if so... Would you like that direction? And yeah, you're going to have the Winter I, I Guard in Russia. Like that direction, yeah. You have the Avengers I, I find for Coulson everyone. Already
1: grating on my nerves, not necessarily in a bad way, but like yeah. as a as a good villain, like running this squadron supreme. He's currently kind of yeah. in charge of, and yeah. even being shady to them. Like he hasn't told them, I don't think, you know, his entire plan if he's yeah. dealing with Mephesto. Yeah. So that's all interesting to me. It is. Okay, that's and probably. My- Besides the Agents of Wakanda, my favorite part of the Avengers yeah. book. Right yeah, I'm now. with you.
0: My friend Robert Ulrich, who uh, you could hire to make Pez dispensers, was wondering which ghostwriter lights your fire more, Team Robbie or Team Blaze? I'm actually Team Robbie only because I don't have a lot of Team Blaze deal. Do yeah. You know Robert Ulrich and uh, what he is hinting at. He is hinting at Spencer for hire. You would never know that.
1: Person. No, that that's one way. That's beyond <laughs> yes. my time. Uh, yes, but um, as far know. as the ghostwriters go, I was always Team Blaze. Until the last, I would say, year of time, Robbie Reyes is really. Yeah, I won like me Robbie over. Reyes. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I like Robbie uh,
1: Reyes. The book, um, when I was doing Madness with, with Trev- Trevitt, uh, we reviewed the Johnny Blaze. Uh, what was that book he was in? It was a five issue mini um Which i can't one? think of the name of it right now uh it was towards the, the end, one that uh, the
0: one that double a Ron gets all worked up about yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah i yeah. know what no, you're no. talking
1: about not um it's not the one where uh dr strange damnation it's not okay. that one it was oh, right before that but it led into that it, it did lead into that so um but you are you are team I'm a, a team team robbie nowadays i was always team blaze until about a year ago though oh. it's changed only recently and we have one last one, my dear friend, Ernest Borgnine. Do you know Ernest Borgnine? No, I'm upper, waiting uh, for the say by the Bell reference. Who hails <laughs> from the Navy,
0: loves helicopters, and is often at times filled with hot air. Was also wondering which team do you prefer, Team Quill or Team Groot? I'm um, Team Quill. I'm I'm fully. Uh, team what Quill. book
1: is this in reference? Guardians. I would say that would
0: be Guardians.
1: Yes. Oh, uh, well, so I, just the leader of them arguing. I like right now currently Team Group because he's fresh oh and, and Peter is. Uh, How dare you? I don't know. He's hitting, all old and, down and, in the and Peter is, is not uh,
0: my favorite. Peter. Yeah. And Ernest Borgnine was in Michael's Navy and Airwolf. So a fun fact: Ernest Borgnine was also the voice of Mermaid Man on SpongeBob, but I love them the most in <laughs> Airwolf. Yep, with Jan Michael Vincent. Do you know Jan uh... Michael Vincent? Do you know him? No, yeah, I don't. You don't know. You
1: know. Uh, yeah, I'm not What good do you do up names? in Buffalo? I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a big he just old TV died. guy where I remember these actors' died. names. Jam Michael, Vincent, uh, Kelly Quadrant. Kapowski. I know Tiffany Amber Theis. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's that 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 all you know. That's him. all <laughs> you do. That, that's a softball Zach question Morris, for you. you know, Mark Paul Gossler. That's where <laughs> all my actor knowledge stuff. Yeah, really.
0: You know all of them. Anyways, thanks for the answers. As always, I hope you enjoyed the mail. And that's Dispatch. The next one is from Walt Gator, who says, hello, Jebediah Brand." in the spirit of double a wong as i am ready getting ready for this week's dc books i get pumped but when i think about some of the marvel books and i remind myself that some of my favorite characters have books out who aren't doing them justice for example spider-man the only issue is i actually enjoyed amazing spider-man the free comic book day of last year which me and you did not like and and speaking of which this is pretty much our anniversary uh Uh, Episode. We didn't even spell it out. We started one year ago. Comic
1: book day last year. Yeah, yeah.
0: Seventy six episodes in a year. Not too shabby. The (laughs) two issue story arc of Boomerang and Spider-Man. I did like that. in the given issue, yeah. which I did like that, which makes me pissed. Yeah, well, pissed because- I mean, Walt
1: likes essentially the same issues I do, yeah. I think. It I like it a little more a than you guys. Yeah. Which yeah.
0: makes me pissed because we've had like 25 issues and I only enjoyed four of them. That's 16% for people who aren't the best at math. <laughs> I'm just glad that I'm uh, my favorite writer, Tom Taylor, is actually writing a Spider-Man book, my all-time favorite character. Not just comics, but favorite character for shows, movies, books, and real life. His last issue, I had to thank him on such a great issue that it reminded me I do have a soul by feeling so much through it. Unfortunately, even X-23 is getting canned soon, which is quite sad because she and Gabby are so precious together. Even if they continue the book without Gabby, I'd be down for a Deadpool and Gabby book, which would be crazy, but it'd be that fun. That would be fun. Uh, but then I thought about some other Marvel books and got excited to be a comic reader. Could uh, be because of Donny Cates and Chip Zdarsky, let alone, but both have two books, each which I truly enjoy. Recently, I was reading Brian Michael Bennett, running guardians and really enjoying it makes me wish he stayed at marvel oh my that, <laughs> that's, that's not a, oh anything yeah. <laughs> well really do you care? <laughs> i was on
1: the walt the walt gator train there yeah. until do that you care came out either of the
0: way i mean really if if brian michael Bendis right now was at marvel he's at dc valiant Boom! You know IDW. It doesn't matter. You're not going to read anything he's no, on. So I what don't. does it matter to you? You're, yeah. you're always going to It avoid. only
1: upsets me that he usually gets characters I I kind of enjoy. So I the, yeah. I, I have to annoy well, they, uh, ignore yeah. a book that's the, the, the worst though is me, but. or the
0: best would have been if he was still at Marvel. Boy, the bad butts would be picking every book for that for, oh, for yeah. the uh, for the uh, <laughs> Patreon spotlight. But that's the
1: only way apparently Star Wars could have been beaten yeah. lately.
0: All of a sudden you you are, are going to become <laughs> they're going to force you into becoming a very knowledgeable Star Wars fan. Maybe yes. one of these books. I'll, I'll be the will first actually, in line for episode, you know, what, nine it is coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, episode nine. I'm not planning on going to see that. You yeah, are talking to one of the biggest Star Wars fans at one point, where I even said A New Hope, when I saw that, changed my life. And the only thing, you know, pop culture-esque that I could actually say, that there's one other thing, one other thing that changed my life is more of a musical thing. But I won't tell you that right now. People will have to guess. So with Disney owning a good chunk of comic book-worthy Fiddler stories. The roof. <laughs> no, it was not. It, it, it was actually uh, – actually, I'll tell you, two things did. But one really, it's uh, a band. That pretty much changed my life, but I'm, I'm not going to reveal that. What uh, two stories you would create if you were put in charge of the books? I think one would be a five issue miniseries with Han Sola, Chewbacca, Groot, and either Star Lord or Rocket Raccoon, where Chewbacca gets kidnapped by someone that meant to take Groot. Han Sounds convinces like Eric Groot Shay's and Rocket. Nightmare. No, it is. I actually <laughs> said to Eric, "Hey, when are they going to put those Star Wars guys in with the Avengers in a movie?" And Eric's like, "If they do, I, I, he legitimately said." He's done with everything. Then. That that yeah. is worse than a ten of the ten. Break. That's He'd the collapse of his fandom. Yeah, he said right he's there. done. Uh, Rocket or Starlit to help him get his buddy back. The other one would be where Violet and Dash, two of the kids from The Incredibles, have to do battle with the Brotherhood of Evil along the way. They team up with some of the X Men, Kitty, Iceman, Nightcrawler, Gabby, and X twenty three. I actually think it'd be funny to if you're gonna go with like a you know violet and dash i would like it to be where you have almost like a freaky friday multiversal thing where they switch and i would love to see gabby and in that incredibles universe just slicing everybody <laughs> just killing ultra <laughs> ultraviolet, yeah it'd be great yeah and actually they're like she thinks that they keep calling her violent and they, they want to know where violet is i love the incredibles uh, does your daughter like the incredibles uh, she likes the first
1: him? one better than the second one. She didn't like the one, second one honestly, really? Too. Yeah, not oh not a, not as much. She
0: ever watched Jimmy it's hard Neutron? To get it to watch it. She ever watched no. that Jimmy
1: Neutron back in the No. <laughs> you should never watch that. It's oh, good. No, well the, that's it. The, uh, the big movies in this house are uh, Pets Life is one of them. Oh, uh, that's Pets on a lot. Zootopia yeah. Really? Uh, th- so th- she likes like that, animals, yeah. is what? Animal she likes. movies, yeah. yeah, big time. Uh, she ever watched that PJ Masks? and that, that stupid yeah. show? No, that, yeah, that then... never caught on in this house. Puppy, <laughs> uh, Puppy Patrol, or no, uh, really, the Puppy Pals, or whatever yeah. it's called.
0: Yeah, when Tanya babysits, uh, who I I don't even know the girl's name, Chunky Monkey. She's uh, Chunky four monkey, years yes. old. She comes over and demands to watch PJ Masks all the time, yeah. and demands to watch it with Uncle Jim. Yeah, and we're, I'm we're like, really
1: big Disney junior fans in the yeah. house. Still. She I, loves I end up going, I'm Disney watching junior this
0: PJ mask. And the only reason chunky monkey wants me to watch it with her is because I pay attention to it. Number one, but I ask her questions because I, I want to figure it out. And I, I just, <laughs> I'm like, why is Romeo always mean like that? She, she has no way to tell me. She's like, cause yes. he's mean. I'm like, thanks a lot. <laughs> Wrong turn. And I really I like to kill Yeah. Oh, thank Ugh. you. Thanks. Chunky monkey. Well, that's it for now. Chaps. Remember meat is murder. Except oh. when you're Eric Shea. That's why you always ask the animal to kill them. Problem solved. And there you go. Eric Shea, who went from being a vegan to a vegetarian to now being on an all meat diet. All meat uh, diet. Yeah. Yes. Oh, just crazy. The an last email of the night. There. It's so crazy. Craig. And Craig says, dear Jim. For whatever reason, listeners to Weird Science have demanded one of those erotic calendars that were popular (laughs) 15 years ago and have demanded it to be Marvel Weird Science crew. Uh, Assuming Colossus is off the table, what is your photo shoot for this? And he wants to I'm guessing that what he's saying is uh, what characters does he want? to have on there because if he wants us dressed up as characters i'm gonna dress up as moon girl and that's all i'm gonna do hopefully this is the worst email of the year he says "Quite a good <laughs> distance i'm gonna tell you so you have to have like 12 characters i'm gonna do this for both of us i think we need some sexy characters obviously like nightcrawler right sexy yes magneto oh, yeah. maggot uh, and, oh nine, jamie, and nine jamie and then nine jamie madrox don't forget toad yeah. i'm just going nine <laughs> jamie madroxes so we can get it. <laughs> there you go 12 people i just want all these different jamie madroxes there toad would be awful awful yeah. awful awful but thanks craig and you, your email well, is we word.
1: basically already have boomerang he walks around in his sexy yeah Peter really sexy he's pretty these sexy. all the time yeah and
0: peter's you know a tiger print pink undies so that's pretty cool i could go with that with him be more looking of, behind
1: boomerang wears his roommate's underwear or that peter has leopard print undies yeah, really, yeah i don't
0: know i i wouldn't want my roommate to wear my undies so i'll go with that but yeah that no, is I it agree. for the mail thanks everybody who mailed in and we're going to come back with the last book all right. And the final book is Deadpool number 12. And I will do the blurt because this has actually become one of my favorite books. And yeah, I'm really upset that Scott Young is leaving. This. I, yeah. I, I actually am, you know, kind of disappointed. Also, I like that. This is the one book that does not have the grip of VCs on the lettering. That, <laughs> that's what I need. The Jeff Eckleberry is fighting the good fight versus the VCs. <laughs> Long ago, Deadpool killed a young boy. His parents right in front of him. Deadpool warned the boy not to become a cliche seeking vengeance. But did he listen? No. He grew up to be the masked menace. Good night. And he has one mission. You guessed it. Revenge. After removing Deadpool's bones, Goodnight tortured him by making him listen to his backstory. There was time travel and dragon slaying, uh, but more <laughs> importantly, Deadpool's pal turned nemesis Weasel was back. He made a deal with the devil and was using Goodnight as his revenge plot against Wave. It isn't easy being popular. While Goodnight was yammering, Deadpool's bones grew back. Now Deadpool's going to teach him why you never do a bad guy monologue. We kind of already dealt with that, but it is written by Scotty Young. Art by Scott Hepburn, colors by Ian Herring, letters by Jeff Eckelberry. Fighting the good fight versus VCs, and uh, yeah, you you end up with this issue. It's a very quick read. It, it, I can't say it's the greatest ending to a arc with good night, but it ends up kind of broadening by the end to make it a bigger story that involves more of weasel and seeing that. And, and and I, and I like the idea the the problem is Scotty young is leaving the book. Yeah. So I don't know that we're ever going to see good night again. I know. Right.
1: I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. It's so weird the way he kind of, you know, spoiler walks off at the end. I can't tell if that means he's going to come back. Around well, by the time that, this know, run finishes? Hey, you know, or? you're going to go. I don't think he will. Weasel just I, I wants really don't. to do things a different way now. It's very strange. Yeah, well, Weasel
0: seems to want to. He's using, pretty much he's used good night here because it's a big fight you end up where the uh mace that uh you know that uh good night had deadpool has he's hitting uh good night with it good night grabs it from him and just beats yeah the they take turns beating each other out, um, up with yeah this mace. And, and so by the end weasel kind of shows up and says okay you know this is the deal where deadpool says to good night, just kill me you want to kill me you want your revenge just do it and that's when weasel pops in and goes no 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 yeah, that's too good for you. It's too easy, and plus, y- you don't die. You come back. You have to suffer more. So, I think that this was an where I wanted it more was I wish that you saw that Deadpool cared more about killing Goodnight's parents. He kind of makes a joke yeah. about it. He kind of says like, "Hey, you know, I get it. You, you're mad at me. I'm sorry, but there's there should be a little more to that." Uh, but Deadpool, you know, Deadpool just goes with it. But I like getting to that because i do like the idea that deadpool ends up just walking out in the street during this fight and then just gets hit by a bus <laughs> and is there plastered against the bus and you have kind of a comic book trope type deal being made fun of where this bus is still driving yeah. while the two guys are fighting like, oh, on just top keep going, swords I'm going through the pop yeah and the one guy gets up out of his seat goes to the bus driver and like Why are you still driving? Like, why didn't you stop? He's like, I don't know. It just seems like the thing to do. He's like, I really don't know why I keep driving. He's like, all right, I appreciate your honesty. I'm going to go sit back down. Then you have the jokes of like, this is still better than the subway. But I I do like when Deadpool is just plastered into that front of the bus. And he's just like, hey, uh, you know, don't freak out. I'm just pancake here, but it, there's a reason, you know. As long as this big guy doesn't come, oh no, and he grabs him, and they're fighting on the top. But pretty much, it's just a beat them up until you get to the point where they go into Times Square. They end up crashing. Yeah, it's and all that's over the TVs. Do,
1: yeah,
0: and that's where you do have Demps like uh, you know, almost like a Zach Morris timeout. He tries, you yeah. know, you, to go with your references. He he tries <laughs> to time out. Good night's like, no, you know, he's like, listen, we're going to be longtime enemies. You're going to come back and fight me at some point. You can't waste all your moves now. You know, he's breaking the fourth wall, but saying it to uh, good night. Like, you know, this is the sort of way this plays out. It's, it's very much like when we had Deadpool, Black Panther, where he's like, oh man, you know, we fight first then we team up and things he's saying, you know, don't waste everything right now. We'll, you'll come back at a time to be determined and goodnight doesn't care he just beats the crap out of him then, and really goes to town and is about to kill deadpool and that's when weasel just pops out and tells uh, you know goodnight to stop and then you're like boy is he mind controlling him or something because he just makes him stop but no it just seems as if it's very you know this is part him. of the deal yeah. he is but then you do have weasel say no no he can decide what he wants to do if he wants to kill you if he wants to walk away right now it's up to him he walks away so yeah it, it does throw yeah. you off I, I love that away. one panel
1: before the fight and we get to this weasel point where he's uppercutting deadpool and that part's black and white but all the color panels yeah. are behind it that's, yeah
0: that's upsetting. it's page. awesome yeah. I, yeah I really like the art in this and uh where again at this point My score isn't horrible because I do like this run. I do like the way Scotty Young writes Deadpool. I do like kind of the jokes and how it's going. And and it's one of those where, to me, the jokes aren't, you know, so over the top and overdone that I like it. It makes sense in this world what Deadpool, you know, does and all this. But with that, uh, you end up upping the ante here because Weasel just says, you know, we're not going to kill you. Good night walks away. And Weasel's like, it's too easy for you to just die. Plus, people don't really die in these comics. And you especially. You can't die pretty much. So I'm just going to make you suffer more than you can even imagine right now. And that's where you see that it, it's going to mean his his uh, daughter, her, Ellie. Yeah. Ellie is watching this on her you know, iPad, her M-pad. Maybe they call it the Marvel <laughs> Universe. Uh, she's watching the news while... Deadpool is getting beat up and if you remember the whole deal with her she she wants Deadpool to be a better guy she wants her him to be like a a good father and a good guy and there he is getting beaten up right in the middle of you know New York and she's crying she's ending up crying there watching it so and I I think that that's pretty cool The the idea of you know, her, the daughter getting involved again and things like that, which she ends up like laying down, throwing the pad down and going to bed crying. And you're already seeing like, this is the one thing that breaks Deadpool's heart. It really does now uh, with his daughter, Ellie. And if that's how it's going to go, because that's where you end up with Mephisto and, uh, you know, uh, weasel at the end where he's like, look, oh, we just began, you know, it's just begun our hurt. On Deadpool, <laughs> laughing, and you do see his daughter there, so you, you get the idea. It's all going to be about her, uh, and I look forward to that because I really think that she's a pretty cool character, yeah. and I like Deadpool around she, her. I love gives the Deadpool. books some
1: heart. You know, like Deadpool books does. don't have a whole lot of heart usually. It's no, more a it doesn't. It's usually just thing.
0: jokes yeah. and things like that, and, and where if you haven't read anything where Ellie uh, gets involved and things like that, I love the idea where Deadpool now tries to be a good guy he just doesn't know how yeah. he, he really can't like he ends up you know trying to be the uh, good role model tries not to do things and ends up cutting people's heads off and then doing this and cursing and saying this and that so i i really do like that and also it says next and you see that picture of him in armor with a kangaroo with boxing gloves it's, i'm like the i'm boxing in gloves I, are
1: marked right and left <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah right and left and, and really if you you look at this it, it does uh, it looks like it's going to be and i don't know the whole deal but it looks like a tie into war of the realms because they're fighting a lot of trolls yeah. you even have those uh alligators that you had that the uh the trolls were right, riding yeah. in the one issue yeah so and i'd love that and deadpool is already in uh the one team uh with captain marvel that european team the war avengers as i think that what that one was called where he was there so that's that's pretty cool and And I want to see what goes on with that. But I'm really excited to see what happens with Ellie and how this whole thing kind of ties in and kind of comes. And maybe we will see. Maybe by, you know, the bit where Scotty Young is leaving, uh, he ends up like, boom, everything comes, you know, all at once at, you know, Deadpool and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, I think that where we might get the idea that. Say a good night comes back and Ellie's there. I don't think that good night would want to destroy. Yeah. Maybe he'd want to destroy Deadpool's family like his family was, but I kind of think good night might be one of those where he might switch it around. Yeah, that, that and actually might be his line team you know? up for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. That he doesn't want to, you know, he wants to make, deadpool suffer but to do that he'd end up making the same thing yeah happen it's to a basically little girl that recreating the
1: same mistake that he yeah. lived through and i think yeah and I, I
0: think that that might be the the deal and that'd be awesome yeah, i, I, I think really that's think a cool story uh maybe. again uh, we've been pushing this book it's a quick read. It is. This one it always is so is pretty quick. much. Yeah, it is, and I, I like it. I, I love the art. I, I've not been disappointed since we started with the art. Yeah, I, I didn't. I like these stories more than those one shots. But I even like the one shots that we're getting. But I actually really like this thing. It just when it ends. Like, boy, I I really thought it was going to end, you know, with a little bit more uh, for good night to kind of have some resolution. But he just walks away. And it kind of is sad that he walks away without resolution at all for what he was trying to do. But it's all part of this plan. I don't know. Maybe with Mephisto and stuff, you know, weasel. And it has a little more control than he's letting on. You know, he's making a deal with the devil yeah. for this, so you know Bethesda he's going to be again. involved in something. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Hey, he's everywhere. He he is uh, just everywhere. There's there's a couple people since we started. Taskmaster is another yeah. one. He's like at one point he was in every book that we did, and it's just an odd deal. But yeah, I, I like this. I gave it. I think I gave it like an eight seven on the site. I'm going to have to go a little lower now that we're talking about it and I'm reading it a couple of times. I'm still just going to go down to an eight. I still really liked it. Uh, I know you're not going to go as high because of the the resolution stuff, but I'm kind of this is kind of one of those where it is a book that I've been enjoying. So when I read it, uh, unless it really upsets me, I'm never going to go that low yeah. on it because I've been enjoying it as much. But what would you give it? Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm still pretty high, and I'm going to give it a seven five. Uh, mostly yeah. just because, yeah, I I found the ending to be just very sudden and, and a little strange. But you know, I'm I'm willing to let that long game play out and see how it all yeah. wraps up in the end with this weasel stuff because uh, I find. That to be interesting, him being back yeah. and trying to torture Deadpool through his family. Um, so yeah, I I do uh, also like the Scotty Young run on Deadpool. It threw me off a bit at first with the whole unicorn yeah, undies with us joke. Too. Just yeah, being it's very after heavy. That.
0: <laughs> now, you know, it's weird too. It's that it's like a lot of these books that we said that first arc seemed off and it's so weird because going on our dc side when we started rebirth a lot of the books we really loved that first arc of rebirth and then kind of went south this seemed to be like maybe the writers you know were told hey it's a fresh start you got to do these stories that'll get everybody involved but because of that They ended up being real generic and and really didn't have much story, but more of like, hey, look at me. I'm Deadpool. Look, I'm wearing the, you know, the unicorn undies made of stuffed (laughs) animals. And it it got really too much. And, and, you know, it was a joke that didn't hit the first time, let alone the seventh. And then after that, Scotty Young kind of settles in and has been telling some really good stories. But there's a lot of books like that. Uh, that we had a lot of issues at the beginning. Now, there's some that really never recovered in our minds, like a Doctor Strange, that we didn't like that first arc much because it was all over the place. And you kind of have it where... Now I go back and forth, like one issue I might like a little, and then I don't, it, it's not as consistent, but yeah, some of these first fresh start arcs were off and the Deadpool was, and it's a shame because we kind of ditched it for a while Yeah, a- and then I had to kind of catch up and then I was like, boy, Brandon, you got to read, you know, all of a sudden you got to read this issue. It's really good. And then we started liking it again. Uh, so yeah, with that. Uh, what did you say? You'd give it a seven, five? Seven, five, Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to go eight. Uh, and so we're positive with that, but, uh, that ends up being, I think my book, I, I'm not even going to go with that because I'm going to go full out that when we do the, uh, the DC stuff, we're allowed to say Our book of the week is uh, One of the Patreon deals And I'm going to tell you, Savage Avengers number one Is easily my book of the week That that I think is the best book of the week And if you're out there wondering what book you should pick up If you pick up one, I would say uh, That would be it, I, I yeah. really like that I, I really had some fun with that But we also like the War of the Realms Stuff enough y- you, You're Mr. you Mr. Yeah. You like the tie-ins I, I, more I, For
1: whatever reason, those tie-ins have just been like a yeah, more complete yeah. story to me than the main book right now yeah all right well that's it you going off to see thrones
0: that yeah i'm going to watch do? some thrones, that, get this thrones kid to real tonight? quick yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's I, like only I, three I left nothing. i think or four left i, I or... heard that last week's episode was
1: very dark i yeah, heard that it was hard to the see settings. what was going on i just put yeah. it on uh gaming mode my tv on gaming mode lightened it up a bit so that's cool
0: Oh, yeah, there you go! But issues. we're going to go off. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. I'll mention again: we have a website where we review all these books. You can go and and see how well or poorly we write actually and not just talk uh, that is at weird science marvel comics.com do i write reviews again,
1: like i write my emails that is the uh, who, yeah who knows <laughs> if
0: it's if that is the case then there's a lot of red underlines yes, all over that maybe <laughs> but yeah uh with that though if you want to support us as well like i said you can go over to weird science uh patreon it's patreon.com weird science get a bunch of shows including the marvel and dc stuff also some other pop Culture things as well. Me and Eric have a pop culture podcast to do tomorrow uh, that I am not ready for. Those <laughs> things sneak up on not up on I'm your like, pop culture oh, at this do that. moment, huh? No, nah, and it's just that. And it's like, uh, it, there's sometimes when I really feel like I need a day off, and I am around that time uh, where I could use a day off, but nope, no rest for uh, the weary, I will say, because I'm not that wicked. But yeah, there we go. That's the end of the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you in a couple of days. Later.